Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Drunk Women Solving Crime are appearing at various venues throughout spring 2020. You can see them as part of the Vaults Festival for International Women's Day on March the 8th, part of the Birmingham Podcast Festival on March the 28th, and back in London at Wilton's Music Hall on April the 8th for Podcast Live's Crime Festival. For full details on tickets and guests, go to drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. I am just one unresolved anger issue away from retraining as John Wick. (laughs) History is bleak. It's really much worse than you what, can imagine. What a shame. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I'd get over like my dad's head on a spike. <laughs> Would you stop talking about your dad's head on a spike? <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. We are joined this week by BBC flagship history show presenter Izzy Lawrence. Yay! Hello. And Izzy has a new book out called The Unstoppable Letty Peg. Yes. Woo. Which is a very adult book about a child. Excellent. Who 
Who's mu- her mum's suffragette? Dad's Ooh. a policeman. Writes itself. It did not write itself. <laughs> <laughs> it did not write itself. It looks amazing. But yeah, she she yeah. learns jujitsu and fights actual adults, which is pretty cool. Oh, I, I wanted to call it Chuck the Police, but the uh, they didn't let me. The publishers okay. they said no. Oh, that is awesome. Well, we'll um, hear more about that at yes. the end. But for now. Izzy, can you tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yeah, kind of. Well, I was, you know, all of us here have been to these thing called comedy clubs where we've stood on the stage and we've all had the things of the drunk, you know, parties of men. Mm. Yes. Mm. I was emceeing. This was at uh, London something comedy <laughs> club. And um, yeah, there was a group of guys and one of them was particularly drunk and he was he was a big boy. He was obviously, this is like his first time getting drunk. He was in a stag party. <sighs> He's probably about 19, 20 years old. Oh. And he was the one that you didn't understand when the comedians were referring to him as a cunt. (laughs) But it was him who was the cunt. He was agreeing with them and that sort of thing. So beyond beyond incapable of laughing at jokes or really understanding anything. Anyway, I was emceeing, so I told him to fuck off home, except to take away. Anyway, break comes and... um, this dude comes up to me in the break at the bar, presumably because he's done that thing that very drunk men do, which is gone, you're a woman. <laughs> You've definitely spoken to me. <laughs> I'm not sure what the context was. Therefore, uh, you must want to fuck me, which I think is perfectly reasonable, uh, up to the point where he grabs me by the waist, which yeah. is already oh, no. not good. I mean, to be fair, you know, I'm a woman in my 30s. He's a, you know, dude of 20. He's not bad looking. However, this is not wanted. And, uh, and he's sort of leering. And you can smell the alcohol because his face is, you know, inches, inches from my face and the hand comes now we were discussing before the podcast that I do jujitsu I do yeah. do jujitsu it's a fun that's sentence. hard to say, I do do jujitsu I do and so we do things all the time where we, we're like we're from punches we're meant to put wrist locks on which is like impossible because a punch is really quick however okay. a slow moving hand towards your bosom Ooh. is almost exactly the same speed that usually people punch me at when I was you know practicing and that right. sort of thing so immediately I see the slow hand I know exactly what to do so I grab it <laughs> yes yeah. And I put on wrist lock one. Ah. I tell you what, men do not respect no and fuck off. They do respect <laughs> pain in their wrist. <laughs> What's wrist lock one? What's wrist lock one? It's it's basically if you grab your own thumb from the opposite. It's it's called kotageshi. If you want to look it up, so it's, it's the lesbian wrist lock. It's kotageshi. <laughs> so it's very useful. Um, but yeah, if you want to look it up, and the only way to get out of it, if somebody really puts on you quick, is to jump over your own arm. Jump over your own arm. Not painful, it'll break your wrist. <gasps> so you have to, you have to, yeah, oh, you have wow. to jump over your own arm head first. And, all and that's get just out wrist lock one. Wrist lock two, like. Oh, well, that's called aura goate. Fingers off. That's called aura goate. It's amazing. You get to kick somebody in the face this when you do that. This is so it's fantastic. Really but no, yeah. so already the crime is some, somewhat solved. But uh, it's, yes. uh, but it was, all, and it was literally the most superhuman I've ever felt in my life because I was okay. at like, a yellow belt at the time, which is nothing. I'd only been doing it for like a year, and 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 like, I'd managed to actually do real life jujitsu in real life so I was just so cool it is kind of cool but it also gives me quiet like he literally he literally because he was sort of in there he didn't really understand and then I just put it on him and he just so his face sort of changed and then he just walked away 
Nice. Because it's this thing of just going, oh shit, she knows what she's doing. It's a little bit of Star that. Wars wow. action. Yeah. yeah. Because he, and also he's big as well. So it's like, you wow. know, if you can actually hurt them without, yeah. you know, and you don't need to kick them in the balls every time that that does work. That really does. <laughs> I really don't like that. Every woman should know how to do wrist lock one. Well, it, women used to, we used to train jiu-jitsu a lot more. I mean, this, oh, really? is, this is what I wrote the book for. Right. It's because oh. loads of us used to do jiu-jitsu and there's like films of women doing it in the <gasps> 1920s and stuff and oh. just being amazing. And oh. all why, the way why has it dropped off? Oh, well, it, I don't know if it has really. It's still oh. pretty big, but okay. um, it, is, it is that thing of, you know, you know, we don't need to see that anymore and that sort of thing. But it's, it's so, it's so wow. much fun. But you do need to learn to flip over your own head and land on the floor which is quite difficult well I've been looking for a new exercise class oh no it's really good it's really... Well, if you want to go to jitsufoundation.org yeah. uh, which is where I do mine it's really fun this does sound awesome yeah. I am going to look into it yeah, no, it's really fun I, I promise you I, I live very vicariously through your social media posts about this I'm like I could do I could be in you shape could. if I wanted well, like, like that if you get really good you don't have to be in shape because you just know what to do automatically <gasps> and you put no because the whole point Sold. of it is, is oh. it's like Japanese peasants fighting off samurai warriors so they wow. can't outstrength them. So that's what it's based on. Right. And then, it's like bone crushing. Yeah, but it's it's bone breaking, basically. Oh. It's breaking all your joints yeah. really accurately with minimal strength. Does anyone Amazing. else sort of like, I figured that if that happened to me, I would just know how to do jujitsu suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Do you ever think You'd that? be amazed about how <laughs> difficult it is. <laughs> I'd just be like, yeah, I guess I could probably karate my way out of that social assault. <laughs> yeah. It's literally, it's literally. I do like, have that fantasy. Like yeah. every time I walk home alone, I I'm like, don't. I could take anybody right now, anybody, and I walk like I can, and then I hope that that's enough. Well, yes. often it can be, but I'll tell you what, the first time I did it, I was, I was shocked because I am I'm, me and Hannah we're, we're big ladies we're, we're, I'm, I'm six foot you? I'm like 5'11 and exactly we're yeah. basically yeah. monsters and, <laughs> but it's true most men if you walk down the street most men are smaller than you and yes, you kind yeah. of think looking at them oh they're not going to be a problem they're not, no they're chimps Huh. They literally ha- all have this amazing strength. Even the little ones, even the right. skinny little ones who look like they might faint. Like they're really strong. They're right. just different. They yeah. really are. And so, yeah, you need to be able to. It it, it worried me actually. Mm-hmm. The first yeah. time I did it, I was just like, oh shit, I can't yeah. do what they do at all. Shit, yeah. Just because they're they can just. And also, like things oh, like be reaction, careful because yeah. you're gonna end up like Con Air. And you're gonna be like, she was she was a lethal weapon. We're gonna oh, throw yeah. her in jail, and then you're gonna be on a plane with a bunch of serial killers. And yeah, no, that that you've that. seen Con Air, right? Yeah, Come on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah. it didn't feel like that's where this was going. <laughs> no, no, it's just like but you want me on a plane. It's, I was thinking, well, it's like I like snakes on the plane. Or... <laughs> to bring in the obscure. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, it's nice. No, so you solved your own. Yeah, no, it was kind of yeah, and I didn't report him or anything because he was very drunk, and he was mm-hmm. you know. He's a baby he hasn't really mm-hmm. learned you know he was just eager yeah and it, it was that thing of just i don't think it was aggressive because if he was really aggressive i couldn't have done much because huh. he had just strengthened it but he wasn't he was trying to be gentle which allowed me to really get that he, lock on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he thought he was seducing you really brilliantly but, oh my god we do we do a choke um from the guard where you just literally if if a guy's wearing a t-shirt or got lapels on you all you do is you just gently you crush your hands over and you get really tight around his neck but gently so he just feels pressure around his neck and then you just draw him naturally to your bosom where he wants to go he will pass out in six seconds and i've done that to people really and you don't feel when it's done properly to you and you don't like get across the throat so you can't feel you can't feel any pressure on your esophagus you don't notice it go on and you just 
you know, it's really useful. I sometimes wow. have trouble sleeping. Maybe. Oh, no, seriously. It's <laughs> very good. But I don't do I don't do the cool. This is, by the way, is the boring. Well, I say boring. It is the nerdy Japanese jiu-jitsu is the one I do. I don't do the Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is very cool. And all the MMA fighters do it. So oh, like right. the Joe Rogans of the world do that one. Oh, okay. No, I do the one where you have to wear pajamas and bow at the senseis. Did you bow as he that, clutched your breast? No, I, I nearly. That is definition no. of nerdy. No, it's, it's still like a bad oh, no, fucking... No, 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 they're, they're literally... It's very important. I, I do a joke on stage, is how important it is to bow to your senseis mm. because they all work in IT and it's the only respect they get. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, it's that thing nice. of... They, it, it is about using... Because it's not about being strong and being... You have to, mm. Good cardio really helps, strength really helps, but it is about technique. Yeah, and, wow. the skill. And I've seen tiny, tiny people this. overcome massive people That's really amazing. easily. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, just like right now, we should say all the women listening to this, go yeah. go get yeah. yourself a bit Let's of jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. We normally ask people, what would you say to the perk? But you'd be like, I got you. Exactly. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Do you want to know how I did that? Yeah. Exactly. That would be. But no, it's 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 a case that he just needed to sober up. It's, yeah. Yeah, he just yeah, yeah. it was obvious that he was kind of young and just didn't know how just to take his booze and oh, yeah hadn't responded yeah. to I bet he couldn't wank for I think it was John Maloney opening as well he, he didn't respond to John Maloney calling him a cunt for about wow. 10 minutes exactly you should okay. be very frightened yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that thing on the break though like do I know you from somewhere you know like, what I yeah. Yeah. I'm one of the acts <laughs> for like 10 minutes and I didn't shut up is that how we is that yeah. how I know you from did we go out I mean the confidence is adorable really it's the naive confidence yeah. of him but yeah but that you know technically a crime I could have you know prosecuted yeah. him yeah, yeah sure but uh, is, I didn't I just gave him to his mates who probably made him regret it for the rest of his life because they kind of yeah. saw it <laughs> almost better vigilante justice oh yeah. that's a really great story which actually weirdly may be present for this crime that Ooh. we are now okay. to discuss oh my so, god now oh no you're a very appropriate person for this actually oh, oh shit. in a way in a okay. way okay Okay, <laughs> not literally. Okay. I think it's funny that it's like intimidated by me and Hannah. Like, no, you're good. You're fine. Okay, <laughs> we don't solve many of them. Yeah. I don't. I will. Yeah, same no, track record I, as the police. I, I listen to this, and so she gets into about six. I've got the whole story fixed in my head, and then she goes, "And it was a man." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, that's wrong." Okay, here we go. Well, hold that thought now, just to <clears throat> wet your whistles. Um, this case involves, amongst other things revenge nice um yeah so i just wanted to test the water with us first how do we all feel about revenge pro or anti oh golly Mm. well you know as a good christian (laughs) it would be a bad thing no i don't know i think i think it it kind of is you know if you get involved with comic justice it tends to you get your own revenge and you just got revenge on les it's like a layer cake of and it'll topple over and it's not as fun as when actual cake dies. Okay, so it can go too far and just never end. Exactly. So it sounds like you're veering towards anti. Well, you see, the thing is that I love I love good revenge stories. Yeah. So so it's kind of like there there are a few you know if without revenge we'd never have John Wick and so oh. he does a lot of jujitsu in that. I love yeah. John Wick. See, yeah. I am pro revenge. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I'm gonna watch that tonight. <laughs> see, I am just one unresolved anger issue away from retraining as John Wick. <laughs> Oh my gosh, John Wilkins! That would be. 
I would watch that. Oh, I would watch the shit out of Kate Wilkins being John Wick. Oh, your voice would be so high. Really train. Because I can't do wrist lock one. Well, he does do that in the film a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can name you what he's doing. How did we not realize how amazing Keanu Reeves was for like for a while there? I knew. Did you? Hello, Speed. He's too pretty. That's why. No, I'm going pre-Speed. I'm like, yeah, but oh, Billy Ted, Parenthood. Come on, he was always really funny. I wrote him off a little bit. But in terms more for you. He deserves to rule the world. I had a lot of posters. <laughs> when I was really? Yeah. Oh, that was my poster because I hated Leonardo DiCaprio. We don't need to go into this. We, we, we have gone into that. Yeah. But I'm with Izzy. I, say, I have the same feeling. Like, I love a revenge story. I love but, a revenge but film. But not into it. But I think, yeah, I have a, like, a sort of... We've got to legislate I this. Never, I would never want to take revenge. Okay. I would feel karmically like... Okay. All right. Cool, cool. And Hannah? Well, in Jonathan Wicked specifically... Um, they kill a dog, and that is when I would seek my revenge. Well, yeah, yeah. that's what he did. If you kill a dog, if you kill my dog, <laughs> yeah. there would be revenge. It's happening. My, you know, sort of boyfriend, brother, like anything. They're fine. Go for your life. Okay. But no, don't <laughs> kill any of them. Cross the line. The dog is like that's yeah. no, no. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. This will come up later. Thank you for your answers. Dogs. Okay. Um, so now, so this case involves revenge, and also. This case went through a couple of appeals and made everyone really think about the law, and that's always fun. Uh, so now <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna start trickling some facts. Okay, we have a date. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I'm trickling. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about doing squats earlier and now I'm feeling <laughs> yeah. I gotta start doing them because I cannot anyway right. uh, the date is November the 13th okay. I'm not going to tell you the year yet oh. um, a man was kneeling and he was leading a sutra recitation session um, at his lay Buddhist society on Nanma Road Nanma Road Nanma yeah. Nanma N-A-N-M-A Yeah, I've been there Uh, Have you, Taylor? Uh, Now, he was shot three times in the back with a browning pistol Ooh. So some questions Um, Browning pistols I think might be old Oh, see, I was in California in the 70s So maybe I'm wrong (laughs) Okay, Okay, no, okay Like old, old, old I was thinking, I was thinking, now is a Browning pistol Did that come up back in, like, when I went around the um, London City Museum And Victorian gun crimes and that sort of thing Oh, So is it, are we talking Edwardian stuff as well? I keep saying golly, oh golly I like golly, I like, that's very good, yeah Anyway, sorry (laughs) So a a Browning uh, pistol is a single action semi-automatic handgun sure it is uh so do you guys want to guess where we are what year is this i'm gonna say london 1908 okay any advance i'm I'm gonna stick with california 1971 okay so he's a buddhist he's doing a buddhisty thing yeah i mean i i mean california is quite good when you say buddhist now when i think about that (laughs) that place is full of hipsters could be could be Hipster gun, could be hipster Buddhist. Yeah, I'm saying Dunstan 2019. <laughs> okay, um, Izzy is the closest with the date. Okay, um, it is 1935. Okay, mm. which is close. actually <laughs> the year that the Browning pistol was invented. Okay, shit. Um, and so it was the hipster of their time. Ooh. So we've got we've got London and we've got California. Mm. Neither guess is correct. Okay, any more guesses? Or I should just tell you where we are. Just tell us. Okay, we're in China. 
Oh, wow. We're in China, baby. Which bit of China? It's a big place. It is a big place. We're on Nanma Road. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so is this, bef- is this before or after Mao, guys? This is before Mao? Okay, Matt. I'm gonna. Oh, gosh, yeah. Ch- it's it's after my. It's ch- now. When I know was my Forrest. Ca- I know okay. my Forrest Gump. So. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm 35. I'm gonna, I really don't. Know. I'm gonna give you a little bit of Chinese history. Oh, thank God. 35. Let's face it. In the UK, <gasps> they're at war with the Japanese. Me, no, maybe we're not. not we're yet. not. Not yet. Not yet. No, they are. Who are the Chinese are at war with? Yeah, the, the, yes, this they one are. talks about Chiang Kai-shek and all the rest of it. Because that comes in just yeah. before bits and yeah. pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This brain. She, okay. She's nodding and looking like a very disappointed yeah. history teacher right now. No, no, you're like way so so, so way wrong. cleverer than me. Uh, before we get to a little bit more detail about what's happening in China, okay. Um, do we think the assassin is male or female? It's a gun. It's a male. Okay, we got male over here. I think it might have been a nice Christmas present because it was it was it, well, <laughs> the Browning. Well, in the sense the gender. No, because I think that because it was out that year, I think that's interesting that the gun was out that year, and it's also like, it's a European gun. Whoa, hello. Oh, okay. And so, so I'm going. We're in a city, even though it's a Nama Road. So we're in a city, <laughs> and and it's going to be a European doing the killing because they've got a European gun. Fifteen. Or Yemen maybe road. it's Hong Yemen. It might be Hong. No, it can't be Hong Kong because Hong. Kong Kong's British at this point, isn't it? So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Detective history over yeah. here. I'm, I'm, I'm getting into this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I just thought that sometimes when you have, like, if you have, like, the Nimbus 2000, Harry Potter mm. reference, guys, like, <laughs> if you have the, the new thing, often it's because it's a Christmas present. So I'm just saying that I perhaps see. it was a, a woman whose husband didn't know You think Gary Oldman? <laughs> it's like, it's either, <laughs> we're either going to get her a new bin one of those, or, or a one gun. Of those Buddhist Christmas presents. <laughs> It is that thing that there are there are certain rules about how people die, and guns are slightly more gender thing, but it's still statistically it's men. I think it's all okay. women. You okay. always think it's all women. Um, did you guess so that you've gone woman as I've well? I've gone woman Christmas all right. present. You guys, <laughs> I think it's a ma- I, I think wanted I, Christmas. I've got Christmas. man European, okay, or, okay. or at least non Chinese. Um, oh sure, yeah, okay. The assassin is female. Yes, oh. Christmas time. It's not anomaly. a Christmas present. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking November anyway. Well, Wait, I, mean, it, I mean, you don't want. You can't go on a killing spree in January. It'd be obvious. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> They'd be like, "Where did you get this, Santa?" So yeah. it's a lady assassin. Lady. It's a lady assassin. Ooh. Browning pistol. Um, this murderer is called. It's called. Shu Jian Xiao. Okay, so she's definitely not, you know, um, English. Um, yeah. She's definitely probably not Western with that name. She's not Western. Um, she is Chinese. And I've got, it's a bit like what you were saying earlier. We've got flashes of Hamlet here. Because okay. like, you don't want to be killing someone when they're praying. That is like, because A, they're automatically, they're going to go straight to heaven, which you don't want if you well, don't yes, like them. Buddhism, so you don't, then, you're going to get reincarnated. I just think the optics are really bad on that. Oh, oh how did you kill him? What was he doing? Oh, he was like doing this really spiritual, beautiful Oh, but you oh said what? This why is am a I the bad guy? Story, so I feel like this yes. guy's <laughs> Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. He pissed her off. I predict he pissed her off. Oh, he sure did. He okay. bought her the gun at Christmas. So, <laughs> next no question was going to be Is there more to this than me? See, oh, yes, there is. It's a revenge story. You've cut to the chase. Otherwise, it'd be very open and shut case. Um, so, this shot man is called Sun Chanfang, and our killer should. 
Jun Wait, the, the the victim Shin is yes, Sun. the dead Buddhist. Let's just stick with it's the first. It's called so Sun. We... Sun. Sun Champa. Sun works. Sun for you. Sun okay, for me. and then we can call the the killer lady she if you want. Okay, she, just because I don't want to fuck, fuck up the pronunciation. So no, I'm just going to rip this bandaid off now. I tried really. I went down a, a YouTube rabbit hole trying to get all the correct pronunciations, and I tried to write them all down. And the truth is that I often mispronounce Scottish words. That is true. And I'm just a really bad person. And no, you're not. It's not an excuse. I will do better when my child isn't ill and doesn't wake up every hour. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's my. <laughs> Then you'll solve racism all. excuse out the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not racism, it's just cultural ignorance. That's yes. <laughs> it is cultural ignorance. Yes. Mm. I'm from the UK, that's all we do now. <laughs> now, do we think that this dead Buddhist is um, all he's cracked up to be, or do we think there's more to him? Well, we know. We know yeah. he's done something okay. heinous heinous indeed so would you like to guess what his former life slash career might have been oh well before he became a buddhist yes okay so before he was a buddhist i mean if we're going buddhism he could have been anything in the past life i mean that's the that's the nature I mean, of buddhism I'm, t- I'm talking like, like a few years okay so we're talking <laughs> 1930. what was this cat doing in 1930 that's <laughs> <laughs> does it have something to do with whatever is going on at the time yes which i will i so will tell you a little bit more about... i just thought it'd be fun for you to guess okay does it have to do with the war well, the war yeah. in particular. I know that Japan invades Korea and then they both invade China. I know mm-hmm. that happens. Mm-hmm. And okay. then the Chinese chuck them out and Chiang Kai-shek is amazing and really crap and then goes back and then they come forward again and they enslave loads of people. And it's kind of really awkward and then the Second World War happens and it's really awkward. Yeah. Is he, is the victim uh, from Japan? Ooh. Um, oh no, not with that name. No. His name is Sun. Yeah, but it could Chiang be a false name. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyone guessing his actual occupation? Oh, perhaps he oh, sorry. was an assassin. Well, I was going to say, so like military. Like, he okay. was he a Maybe military he was a guy. member of the Red Army. Okay. You guys, do you know what? You're all right. The correct answer is Ooh. Warlord. Oh, he was warlord. a warlord. <laughs> warlord? That is the so box. Red Army then, if he's a warlord. I love yeah. a warlord. He, that is the box he would have ticked wow. on his passport forms. God, that's um, a great business card. My, oh. my favourite thing... Right. I'd have all lowercase just to be like warlord. <laughs> I've, I've drunk quite a bit of wine for me now, so oh, do you want a top randomly. Up? I do need a top up. However, <laughs> what this is this Girl. is what I remember. This is the, my favourite thing is the Red Army has rules. So when Mao and stuff, I think this is later. I think it's the late thirties when when Mao sort of takes over and takes over China and that sort of thing. They give them rules as to how they're meant to approach villages and take them over nicely. Can you hear that? That's my wine. <laughs> my favourite rule is one. when you go into somebody's house, it is important that you replace all the doors on their hooks. What? Because Chinese doors, Thank you took them off and you put them back on again on their hooks. Oh, Isn't that yeah. cool? But oh, it's written in, and, uh, and that just made me go, "Oh wow!" It's, and it just gives you an idea of the, the whole gentleman's revolution. Yeah. Would you like to guess oh. why Xi Jin, why Xi Jian wanted to track down and kill Sun Chaofang? What could he have done to her? Well, either they were lovers, and so she... we're all right, and he was a warlord. I think he killed all of her family. <gasps> That is very... I mean, I'm just going to give it to you. Yes, he killed yeah. her dad. Oh, wow. okay. Um, that daddy. He killed her dad, Shi Kongbin. And um, so this... I'm just going to give you a little... Um, 
there was wars and stuff, there as was. has been Okay, discussed. yeah, please, please just um, try. Cause but, so we're going to take it back. So basically, we're going back 10. He killed her dad 10 years ago in 1925. Okay. Um, That's a long revenge. Um, oh, she's been like, ten training years. for 10 years. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I know she um, can't have been because that pistol came out that year. Oh, oh maybe she trained for 10 years and they were like, do you want then, a gun? Like, <laughs> like, like Indiana Jones scene. <laughs> I know, wrist maneuver eight. <laughs> that was so, just to give you a little overview, although Izzy has touched on this, China had a big revolution in 1912, which overthrew the last big dynasty. Then the Republic's first president served briefly before handing over to the leader of the army. And then the army guy killed him. And then the army was in charge. Oh. And then there was like a parliamentary election, but then he was assassinated. And then, um, so basically the, this army was in charge and they had control. But then um, also China had a civil war which lasted between 1927 and 1949, but it was kind of on and off and intermittent. Oh, um, what a time. Um, so we are not really talking about that either. We are at the interim period. We are in 1925 when this kicks off. Mm. Uh, we are post-revolution, but pre the Chinese civil war. There's unrest. There's like, that's the main, there's instability and unrest. And they also call this the warlord era. Okay. Which is not an era you really want to get mixed up in. <laughs> Unless you're a warlord. And as and long as you don't then, piss off a lady called Chi, you're yeah. absolutely fine. Exactly. Um, so in at this time, in this area, there are two main competing warlord fractions. The Fengtian clique, and they are such bitches. <laughs> they are like so cliquey. And, um, and they had support from Japan. Mm-hmm. And we'll just call them mean girls. Yeah, <laughs> the so mean Because Russia was also the USSR was you know as it was then was giving money to people. Yeah, as there well. was there was all sorts of chaos and just vying for power and stuff. Then there was also so they were they had tensions with the Zilli uh, clique. I may have pronounced that wrong. Um, it sounds French. <laughs> yeah, and they were super bitchy too. So basically, our assassin. Um, was born into this situation and she was born in 1905 in a small village. So while her grandfather had still been a farmer and a tofu seller, her father, uh, Shi Kungbing, and one of her uncles rose to become decorated soldiers, which led to an increase in the family's social status. So yay, she got to have her feet bound as a young girl. Um, but now... She got to have her feet bound. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah that's, they not, were, that's not pleasant. They were fancy. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So her dad, Shi Kongbing, is in the Fentian clique. Um, and he was killed um, 
So the year that he was killed, he'd just been promoted to uh, Director of Military Affairs in Shandong, uh, sorry, in the Shandong province, and he served as brigade commander under the local warlord Zhang Zongchang. During the second war between the, the Zili and the Fengtian warlord cliques, her father was leading a brigade of mercenary soldiers in an attempt to capture Guzen Shandog. However, he found himself surrounded by troops of the Zili warlord Sun Chaunfang, that's the guy, the Buddhist guy that gets killed. Yeah. Um, and he had been leading a surprise counterattack against the advances of the Pengtian troops. So, obviously, uh-oh. Being surrounded is never good. It's never good. Now, her dad is captured. Unless it's by love. We well, see, no, you see, no, and like, even then, you got to, if you're surrounded, what you got to do is you got to make a charge for the weakest thing as fast Ooh. as possible. Get yeah. It, otherwise, they just encircle you and go in. Hannibal kills loads of Scipio <laughs> soldiers by surrounding them. It takes okay. them eight hours to get to the centre to slaughter them all. Oh, my God. So imagine the Romans in the centre of that. Yeah. So they can back where they just surround the entire army murders them all the way around. And the people in the middle were trying to commit suicide by burying their heads <gasps> in the sand Whoa. to stop because it's 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 bad it's bad if you're a Roman to get killed with blood spillage and that sort of thing so the idea was put your head in hand and, and suffocate got, imagine it's it's the equivalent I think of like every minute a plane crashing in terms of the amount of death going on wow. how long it takes because that's the way you die that's a really amazing way of killing everybody the other way is one <laughs> army runs <laughs> who are you one army runs right and if the army runs and you just follow and kill them which yeah. is you know how you know Greeks managed to ride horses and fire arrows backwards just by squeezing the horses between their legs they could fire arrows and fire at the it's a wow. like, thing anyway yeah but um, the Romans would just follow you and cut your hamstrings so you didn't actually oh, die God. but you couldn't run away anymore and then they'd come back and kill you slowly. oh God. It was, oh it's awesome history is bleak it's really much worse than you what, can imagine what a shame <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all, all of this Game of Thrones nonsense is lovely but the yeah. Hunger Games are oh, bless I mean really seriously it's all set to repeat we're on a bad path <clears throat> oh yeah let's all learn jiu-jitsu <laughs> so basically she her her dad's one rebel fighty well not rebel but he's yeah. a mercenary soldier yeah. gets surrounded Fighting, by another yeah. alternate he's, army he's when he's trying captured. to attack so he's kind of in the wrong because he's trying no, to well, attack they're both, they're place. both um, they're, they're both, both they're all the same warlords team. it's warring factions they're warring factions back. I think you'll fall in the, love in the day that I can era. say warring factions warring factions is okay weird. but my, so, my so many question is okay so the dad is captured yeah my question is what do you think the method of execution was? Ooh. And do you think there was anything disrespectful? I, okay, either either before or after. was beheading. Yeah. But I don't Very know if nice. that's what they did. I don't know the warlords. I just... You just I don't. I just don't know. Maybe. No. I'm going to give everyone else a chance to guess and then I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I mean, of course it's disrespectful because she seeks revenge 10 years later. So this is going to be something... Yeah, like, if it yeah. was an honourable... Warlord death. Uh, I just think whatever it was, it was disrespectful. So it's okay. going to be something. So what but is disrespectful in death, though? So like some places, like we just said, Romans stabbing, blood spillage is disrespectful. Okay, is there a way of emasculating him? In, the, in your murder method come on guys think about okay, it, We've it got to... the, the disrespect doesn't have to be part of the murder method oh okay oh. So, so maybe he's dressing him like a girl and then just killing him normally like stabbing him <laughs> what no no <laughs> it's just like yeah no that's this is very creative suggestion oh thank you um, I, I think about murder a lot so <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, so Taylor was correct. It was <gasps> decapitation. <clears throat> I get very excited when that happens. But then the severed head was displayed in public um, on a spike outside the train station. Oh, no. That's very Tudor. I like that. It's good. <laughs> London Bridge used to have all of the heads on spikes so you could see. Yeah, them. yeah I remember reading that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, but right up to the 18th century, it's kind of like, whoa. It's so weird. Well, this was in 19... Thing this is 1925. Yeah, which, I mean, that seems like Quite beyond... barbaric for well, yeah, the 20th yeah, century. Yeah, head on a spike. Yeah. Well, oh, and Clapham Junction to this day. I know, and we think <laughs> Southwest trains head are bad. Was, yeah. A Blackbeard pirate. <laughs> yeah. His head was taken up and down America on a spike. Whose head was? Blackbeard. Uh, oh, it just smells so bad by the end. Yeah. But he had Gosh. amazing beards, so it's worth it. Mm. Okay, so um, the older murdering stabby head guy, he retires from the game two years later in 1927. He's on the game. Well, he retires from being a warlord. <laughs> okay. um, any guesses as Great to pension. why he might have retired? Because um, there's too many young upstarts who's going to take over his job anyway. He's got yep. sons. He's got loads of very, you know, sexually active sons. <laughs> got very build, beautiful, build strong, and can like yeah, murder is everybody. Yeah, his faction not doing very well? Um, you guys are both right. Yes, he is. Sorry, Hannah, no chance to guess. He is deposed. Uh, so but he lives despite being yeah, deposed, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. So he runs away to be a monk because he's a coward. Yeah, and, basically, yeah. he goes into business with a buddy. So um, Sun Chang Fang was deposed by the Northern Expedition, a military campaign by the Kuntan... I Kuan, love your face when you Kuan say these. Tang, that was targeted at ending the rule of the local warlords. He retired from his military career and founded the... Tijian Zixu Lay Buddhist Society together with his <laughs> You don't have to say all these words you know? <laughs> no, no. So, get, so basically this guy this guy sort of says you know he, he's basically about to get wiped out so he says oh no it's alright I'll go into business and I'll start like a nice little holistic monastery mm. yeah program, so a lay Buddhist society so see why I thought it was California what, exactly. I can <laughs> so this is what's lovely he fucks off together with his former fellow warlord Jin Young Peng Oh, and that's nice isn't it they yeah. start healing with together. your old you, warlord you know, buddy you start as work friends nice. and then you start a business together yeah. yeah it's just like us it's just it's just that age you must have got to the age where the testosterone drops a bit and just chilled <laughs> yeah. out he was like yeah time Quite. for me to sit one out so obviously we know there's a fly in the ointment because there was a 15 year old girl that saw her dad's head on a spike who has something to say about this i love the fact that she kept that for 10 years just didn't get over it yeah, I don't think I'd get over like my dad's head on a spike outside <laughs> like the train station on your the other Your dad's a warlord, though. He's not your dad. He's your dad who's killed loads of blokes and has been a, uh, in an army fighting these other it's guys. Still my dad. Same game. That's pretty like, callous. I mean, same come on. game. She would you stop talking about your dad's head on a spike? <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm just saying the umbrellas remind me <laughs> <laughs> that that hedgehog is just completely up. It's just not right. <laughs> That's very triggering. I feel, you know. <laughs> so she decided that she was going to avenge her father's death, and she changed her name to do so. La so resistance. her. Sorry. <laughs> You're, you're not Michelle. Yeah, no, no you're okay. not. You're not far off. So her original name was um, Shi Kulan, which literally means Valley Orchard. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she just Chinese, she's in fertile, the, child, you see. The, the Chinese characters that it's written with. But she changed it to, to Shu Jian Xiao, which meant something more fitting for an avenging assassin. Would you guys like to guess what she changed her name to? Stabby. Captain Stabby. <laughs> Captain Stabby. I love it. <laughs> Any advance on Captain Stabby? Hmm. I got a gun for Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to use it. <laughs> Did she get that Slow gun? burn. Ooh, okay. You know what? In a way, Izzy was the closest. Um, she changed her adopted what, name. What, Michelle? No, no. <laughs> sword and Therese. Okay, Therese. Okay. Nice. Oh, Therese. Oh, Therese. Yeah. 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 yeah, here we go. It's pretty good. And She's then she up. uses a gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's easier. It is easier. Wait, what? so she changed her name... They, they do this a lot in the East. You just change your names, but also to reflect her intention, presumably, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. So she knew she was going to do this. this. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, across, yeah. It's a whole plan. Yeah, no, this is this is across cultures. You get like if you go to Japan and you look at who's the guy who did the wave. What's you know? Uh, yes, him. What's his name? Captain Wave. No, Captain Wave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the artist, the guy <laughs> yes, who did yes. the famous wave. He I will never his, think of it. He, so. he changed his name loads of times during hmm. his life. And but how far ahead of the assassination? Uh, what did she uh, change what her year name? Did she change her name? Yeah, like was it way ahead? I actually do. Again, not know. I need the like musical montage that she's yeah, training. The order of events. Exactly. Yeah. I think she planned that. She basically the day it happened, she decided she was going to get revenge. And then she, she was on the path to revenge, and I don't know which day I on the path know, the okay. name change was. I want to know, yeah, because yeah, I mean, the, the beauty of this is how much it was planned, whether she was just walking past, what maybe she's going into, you know, have no. holistic therapy, and then has a look, and there's a Buddhist over there, looks a bit familiar, and oh, it's him, and oh, look, there's a gun over there, I'll shoot him, bang. Mm. And no, then... so I can tell you, she tracks him down. Oh, nice. Oh. She's tracking him. Yeah. Um, so it took her 10 years, she tracked down Sun Chan Fang in Tianjin. And she shot him in the back while he was leading the sutra rec- recitation session. So the people watching biggest... her? Yes. There's a room full of people. Oh. Every... oh, I mean, who hasn't wanted to do that in a yoga class? <laughs> I mean, let's just So this up. is my question now. What do you think she... So she kills him. Room full of witnesses. Yeah. What do you think she does next? Kills herself. Interesting. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Any advance on that? I think she re-gifts the gun. <laughs> to someone and then she gets away with it maybe she frames someone else maybe she's kind of like I don't think that she'd want to go down for it because I don't think that's necessarily great revenge okay you know like if you get revenge and then you're the one that uh, dies or has to go to prison it's yeah. like well you need the to get revenge and get me. away so I yeah. think she got away okay how how offensive was that now. act to everyone like obviously for her it's Deeply Great traumatic. question. But is it like well, Buddhists, universally offensive to put a Buddhists, head on a Buddhists, you're not allowed to kill anything. I mean, literally, they sweep the ground to stop accidents of death and Sentient bugs. beings. But that's a great question, and we will be karma. discussing that in a moment. Witnessing okay. it is probably bad karma. <laughs> um, so you think she ran away? Yeah. Uh, you think she killed herself? Yeah. What do you think she did to Just because the more justified she feels in doing it, the less she's going to feel like she has to hide. i got to say, Taylor is the closest. Ooh. Well, Taylor is basically right. She doesn't run away. Oh, wow. Um, and well, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't kill herself. She does, She actually does one of my favourite things that a murderer has ever done. Cuts, it, cuts his head off and puts it on a spike. She doesn't even oh. do that. After the, the assassination, she stayed at the crime scene to explain her deed and justify her actions to passerby, offering them leaflets to explain what she had done. No, no way! way. She, she pre- 
printed. I can't even say. Yeah, it. she printed leaflets. She this printed is not like leaflets from a laser home in at home. 1925. Amazing. She distributed mimeographed pamphlets to bystanders, which and that oh a mimeograph is a low cost duplicating machine that used a stencil. That's amazing. So she so went to some effort. No, somebody must have been printing these flyers for her, going, oh, that's a bit odd. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. He killed my dad over and over again. <laughs> it must be an art student. <laughs> that's something a very do. good play. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Wow. Yeah. But you are bang on the psychology, too. Mm. I try. She feels justified. Um, I didn't see the pamphlets coming. <laughs> I mean, we should have done. We've all stood on, you know, the Royal Mile in Edinburgh and we've all handed them out. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I've done that with stand-up where I it's hand like, out pamphlets. It's like, my career, guys. It's the death of my career. I <laughs> hand out pamphlets just to explain my jokes. Oh, yeah. Here's what you didn't understand yeah. about what you just saw. It was better than you thought. <laughs> That's a great name for an Edinburgh yes. <laughs> It was better than you thought. Yeah. Slow burn. <laughs> Um, so her case drew a significant and did they just gratefully take them oh thanks like, thanks oh, did cool. you get a flyer no yeah. I've got one I've got one. oh he killed your dad cool okay <laughs> so tickets to see another performance that's <laughs> bold that's bold it's, I genuinely think she that's amazing she attached reviews to them that's yeah. <laughs> three bullets three stars um so her case drew a significant amount of public and media attention and so basically she's saying what she's done is okay and that she shouldn't go to prison because her act is ethically justified wow which goes back to what izzy's been saying too now on what grounds could it be ethically justified well if it's considered a war crime no it's eye for an eye isn't it it's got to be that level of you know comic justice which is some sort of Buddhist Chinese tradition that we've never heard of. Eye for an eye is from the Christian Bible. Is I know. <laughs> but study your history. But but but. <laughs> um, but no, it, it, it's a case that you could. I think if you have a crime that's done to you, you're allowed to do that crime. So and that's a universal thing. It's not just Christians. And anyway, it's not. It's Jewish. <laughs> um, <laughs> Old Testament. Oh nice. yeah. Nice. Torah. I love you guys um, pulling rank on each I know. other. I know. OT card. <laughs> oh, God. It's a big card. I thought an eye for an eye was like an Apple thing, like an iPad. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, I yeah, no, no, if your brother you're smashes so your iPad, you're allowed to smash his iPod. That is how it works. Yeah. Um, so, actually, I mean, you're close, but it's um, it's actually filial piety. Which is the which is a Confucian um, See, thing. Confucius. We get a lot of our stuff from Confucius. <laughs> Apparently, so I so use drunk. Amazon, but whatever. <laughs> so, in um, sort of Chinese Buddhist and Taoist ethics, filial piety is a virtue of respect for one's parents, elders, and ancestors. Um, so, it's kind of like an honor killing, yeah, but like right. the exact opposite of an honor. Well, it's it's a chick killing a guy, but for one for the honor of at her last, father whose head was put on Am spike. I right? Yeah, yeah. In the rain. So there was a lengthy legal process with two appeals, which ultimately reached the Supreme Court in Nanjing and pitted public sentiment against the rule of law. And a decision was finally reached on the 14th of October, 1936. Question. Uh Uh-oh. Does she go down for it? I think her case is strong. I would not send her down for it. I would say that this is, I think she gets away with it scot-free. Okay. She gets nothing. She had her feet bound and also she created a lot of good press and also she's got a really lovely gun. 
And they will take that into account. Yeah, exactly. She made an effort. She bought a lovely gun for the purpose. She's printed flyers explaining her situation. I feel like yeah. the flyers will work in her favour. Yeah, right? That's exhibit A. It's hard to believe she wouldn't go down. Yeah. But since she's you're asking the question, I'm like, hey, does women she, do not do not get as bad, you know, conviction rates as men. So I'm saying, in you know, China, in China as well, everywhere we, okay. we get away with shit. Okay. That is not what this podcast has uncovered. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think you said at the beginning something about it changed the way people looked at law yes. or something. So I think if it changed something, it had to have changed it that she didn't go down for it because she was like because there's two mm. appeals they've already said no they've already said no you killed the dude yeah but mm-hmm. then she kept going back going no but what about this yeah, thing yeah and so i think that she didn't go down for it at all okay um and then she handed out a leaflet about why she was innocent and why that exactly. was great that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so became 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 no no it didn't okay. become law it got overturned in law so that nobody else would get away with it that's oh right that's what you think, yeah. you think the opposite okay. i think i think basically she said yeah she got away with it because the old laws and they went actually we can't have women taking revenge change the loopholes now yeah, exactly okay so she's well, a loophole closer Apart from the loophole bit, you guys are all absolutely right. Boom! Um, she was given a state pardon by the national government. Wow. I like and one. the assassination of Sun Chan Fang was ethically justified as an act of filial piety and turned uh, turned her into a political symbol of the legitimate vengeance against the Japanese invaders, too. Oh, nice. Oh, um, so they used so it was, a political yeah, pawn. It was right. politically expedient okay. as well. Um, so the moral edge to her crime God, I wish meant I could that be a political pawn. <laughs> Want to be a political oh, no, I do. Is he anyway? Really so really she, bad. so she was granted a full pardon for filial piety. Wow! And she's only twenty-five. She's going to go clubbing. <laughs> this is great. Um, so yeah, how do we feel about that? Do you think interesting? Is yeah. that good? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I forgive a woman who saw her dad's head on a spike for shooting the guy who did it. Yeah. So I feel Cause, okay. Because you like were preparedness. And I, I really hope that she laid out the fonts nicely. She didn't use comic sans. <laughs> she was all sort of, you know, she she'd gone to the effort. Yeah, and that I admire. Yeah, yeah, no, she did, she did. And, and um, she got a brand new gun to do it. Because so you you guys were anti revenge, but you're pro her. It's like well, yes, no, 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 this no, is no. a story. We're anti our own revenge, but we oh, like okay. revenge story, like Olga. Oh, oh yeah, you like the story? Yeah. Like okay, Mike, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. It's, it's, it's what you want. So hats off to her. Well, yeah, or just you know. <laughs> historical stories like John Wick. Did she murder any more people? <laughs> well, no, I did. Initially, I did say Olga of Kiev, but then I thought, is her name Olga? Oh no, I, I wasn't. Her. Yeah, that was just she was good. No, sorry. What about you, Hannah? Happy with this? Happy with the results? Should she have gone down? No, I don't think there were no, she there were no dogs involved. Because she's not going to be no. a danger to anyone, is she? No, because that's like, the, unless you sort of... Yeah, that's true. She's not going to repeat offend unless you kill someone else related to her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do yeah. not put her family's head on stakes. Like, <laughs> Granny's looking really sickly and the doctor's like, I'm not killing her. <laughs> <laughs> kind of an honour killing for the Me Too generation. Uh, <laughs> That's what we are. To be fair, none of us are hashtagging me tooing our dads having their heads on spikes. (laughs) I know, but we just get called that all the time now. I'm just, I'm commenting on. What's what's, what's wrong? Well. No, just like we're the, we're the Me Too generation that like, oh, we don't even want to be groped on trains anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're no fun. Fucking bitches. We're learning our yeah. own self-defense now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we only sleep with people we want to sleep with. Ugh. Yeah. That's, Fuck uh, yeah. I literally had that um, conversation with an older woman. 
<laughs> at an event where I had to treat her like really nicely. And she's like, I'm sorry, but I like flirting. Oh, <laughs> like, no. yeah, that's no. not what this really is. not what this is about. <laughs> Was okay. this event Christmas at your house? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it was. Kind of <laughs> no, because like in some ways it's PC madness. This chick got to kill a dude. It's like raping people's childhoods worse than Lady Ghostbusters. But on another hand, hooray, let's all raise a glass. It's an interesting story, at least. That's mad. Yeah. She killed that man. Wow. Drunk women solving crime. I have a listener crime here Ooh. from James W. Smith. Hey, That's of, a likely story. I don't believe it. <laughs> some of you might know him because he's a comic. Or oh, he has been. This is a proper crime with a list of four suspects. So we Ooh. need to pay attention. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Okay. This is going to be hard. So, his name's James. James, yes. Okay. And he's great. I used to do his gig. Anyway. Cool. This crime took place late 2015, early 2016 in Northamptonshire okay. on a terrace of four houses... Um, so looking from the front there, so these people, James, he's in house two. Okay. okay. Uh, house one had private access to their own garden and he calls them lucky buggers. Uh, now an alley ran down the side of house four and to get the bins out from his back garden, oh my God. he'd have to drag them through three and four and onto the front path, which okay. is very annoying. His garden was the nicest though. He wants us to know. Yeah, that's right. important. So house one were occasional weed smokers the smell would waft in over the fence uh, through the kitchen in the back of our house which was directly beneath the bedroom of our then one year old son he used to sleep very well I wonder if there's a connection <laughs> they had kids too they were loud marijuana does different things to different children I suppose house two that's him uh, 30 year old former amateur occasionally poorly paid comedian uh, 29 year old <laughs> pregnant wife one year old son House three, pleasant couple, two kids, no obvious signs of recreational drug use. House four, a couple, can't attest to their pleasantness. It was 2015. We don't talk to our neighbours. Uh, one child, blah, blah, blah. One morning, I woke up to leave for work, taking the bins out through the garden on my way to the car. Directly outside our back door, a red flower pot full of water and multiple cigarette butts. <gasps> at least 15 to 20. The moment I walked out of the back door into the crisp, fresh air of winter, it smelled like a dark corner of a pub circa 1998, around the time that pubs would have been full of assholes moaning about England getting knocked out of the world. We don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just being amusing at that point. He's, he's amusing. Yeah. Um, now, he doesn't smell his wife doesn't smoke she's also pregnant uh, his one year old doesn't Liking smoke story. yeah yeah she, it's all the wife uh the pot of butts was not theirs uh so could it be house one they would have had to walk all the way around and they clearly had no problem smoking in their own garden there's no reason to doubt them house three and four were not smokers as far as he knew but if they were why come into his garden to smoke secrets from partners for retribution revenge they had no reason to dislike us the bin dragging was not our fault could they have held that against us um, it was not about if it was about keeping secrets why not just go out the front door down the road rather than go into someone else's garden did they actually smoke the cigarettes on our property or just deposit the evidence if the latter did they not care about a flower pot the poor flower pot had a flower in it why how we have no idea we no longer live in the house we'll probably never find out that's mysterious isn't it mm. it is a mysterious case see what I reckon it is is one of the kids in house four. Oh, you think yeah. one of the kids because he said they had kids but didn't specify ages yeah, that's true no house four didn't there were a couple house three which is next door to him had yeah. kids didn't specify if that is an 11 or 12 year old yeah and so they're smoking it but yeah. then they're like we've got to get rid of the evidence yeah. we'll just dump it in the flower pot all 
together so that's not we're, what they smoke we're not yet. allowed to go down the street so we'll just put it in next door's garden yeah totally that's, that's a good explanation that's a solid theory and yeah. maybe their parents had like found their cigarettes and like you will stand outside and you will smoke every single day <laughs> yeah. oh I love that approach why, so yeah. much and now put them in James's flower pot <laughs> that's exact approach that I think they've taken to me with white wine on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> like you had some now so you have all of the wine alright I think we solved it oh, I think. do you reckon that I mean that, that was, was the easy as pie well, well, was, like, was what, what, what if the kids were five still they can do rollies at five can't they they're yeah. dexterous yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. are they rollies Jerry? if we see he doesn't come by yeah. necessary evidence yeah alright we solved Yay! it yay so, Izzy... So, do we murder oh. the children now? Is that how this Oh, no, works? we <laughs> just we just have smug satisfaction of a job well done. Okay. Just like the real police. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, please, can you tell us more about what you're up to and your okay. new book, The Unstoppable Letty Peg? Basically, I have so many plugs that if if I get boring, stop me. Okay. <laughs> First plug... Right, stop. Lift, right, no. <laughs> when, so, right now... When we're recording this, uh, Making History is on Radio 4, but you can catch up with it on BBC Sounds. Awesome. So um, listen to that. Cool. Uh, it's me and Tom Holland. You can listen to the British Museum member cast, Ooh. which is the other podcast I do, which is very history, very serious. Wicked. Not that serious. You can listen to the Z-List Dead List, which is a podcast oh, that I did yeah. that you performed at. And I was in the audience yeah. at. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've not. Not. It's really Tell fun. Yeah, I love that one. It's, it's a fun one. So that's still sort of ticking on. You can listen to Seti Sopo, which is another podcast my god <laughs> which is where me and Simon Dunn discussing the opposite of things that don't have a natural opposite so like what's the opposite of a motorway taramasalata yes. you know that's what sort of, is the opposite of a motorway uh, it's taramasalata oh and there is a, there's a long reason there's a long reason behind that but you need to listen in order to find out cool. um and yes and the unstoppable letty peg which is all about a little girl who basically finds herself and learns to find a real family despite going through an awesome family crisis and wow learns to face bravery through jiu-jitsu and that sort of thing is out in February on February 6th and it's with awesome. Bloomsbury it's called The Unstoppable Legacy Peg that's so cool it's going to be the next Harry Potter and going to be JK Rowling in it <laughs> yes. yeah, I mean, if you like Katie's books hopefully you'll really like this is it like based on a real person well um, Lettuce Peg who is my yeah. hero is fictional however Edith Garrett who trained the jiu-jitsu self jets mm-hmm. is in the book she's a main character and she is totally real amazing that's as, cool as are all of the like riot events that happen they're right. all historically wow. accurate to the date Wow. And also things like that you don't realise about suffragettes that they all went roller skating during the census. That sort <gasps> oh of thing my God, is a I sort of fact this. that isn't isn't in the history books because we yeah. were like, no, they all starved themselves and it's really serious. <laughs> it's really serious. They got hit by horses. It's bad. No, they also went roller skating. Well, my favourite fact Naomi Paxton told me about yeah. was in I think it was 1909. They were in um, Shepherd's Bush. They had a big fundraising drive in a swimming pool, wow. and one of the speakers, it was um, a Bertrand Russell's wife, right, oh, yeah. stood at the top of a diving board made this amazing speech <laughs> and then fully clothed dived in the water oh. and people chucked their money in the water and they sent divers in they had races where oh people dressed gosh. up as police officers and suffragettes in the water and had a massive race that sort of thing you don't read about this sort of shit no, no. no. you only read about them yeah. they're really serious and it was really bad honestly oh, every time people. I watch like someone diving the Oli- in the Olympics I'll be like what have you done that for exactly like, you haven't, that's not for a cause there's is no it money in there some fucking Tom Daly wearing a police helmet <laughs> but yeah so so the the book's got these sorts of stories in it, the little stories that you don't think are real. But they, the yeah. suffragettes were vicious. They That's did do jiu-jitsu. Amazing. They also That's knocked so out cool. policemen with Indian clubs. 
I love so, it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so. so getting this book. So we can pre-order it. Yeah, you can pre-order it now. It's out February 6th. Fantastic. So if this podcast comes out about then, that's that's ideal. Go awesome. get it. Awesome. Yay. It's, it's only like seven quid. <laughs> very reasonable. That's very reasonable. Very reasonable. So reasonable. It's an entertaining right. little Cool. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter, on Facebook, Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 